I'm Paul Levinson, and welcome to Light on Light Through, episode 295, my review of the season one finale of Outer Range, the seventh and eighth episodes of this fine series. And well, Outer Range certainly saved the best for last. The last two episodes of what I hope will be the first of at least a few seasons. Waking up like after a fever has broken and everything is clear, or at least clearer. Here are my three favorite clarifying parts, and of course, spoilers ahead. One. Royal went into the time portal hole as a boy in 1886 after accidentally shooting his father in a hunting accident, and Royal emerged in 1968. Now, that's a nice piece of time travel that explains and makes somewhat more clear everything we've seen about Royal before in this series. Next. Autumn is Amy. Wow, that explains why Autumn has such a convincing sense of she belongs here, why she seemed to expect that Royal would know her. It doesn't quite explain, or maybe I missed it, why Autumn didn't tell her grandfather her true identity when they were on good terms, or for that matter, on very bad terms, but Amy being Autumn is another fine example of what you can do with family narrative when a time portal is available. And that herd of buffalo as one of the most destructive weapons or catastrophes to come down the pike or the plains of a time travel story, or any story for that matter in a while, well, that was brilliant too. I would have probably entitled this last episode, Not the West, but Shuffle Off to Buffalo. So, let's see where we stand now. Royal, hearing those approaching hooves with the kettle shaking, just as he finished finally telling Cecilia what was going on, was a great way to end the season. How many people did those bison from the past actually kill in their stampede in our time? Or, more germane to the series, how many characters that we've come to know succumbed to those bison? It seems that Autumn survived the trampling. She was moaning when Royal approached her on the ground, so she wasn't dead then, and he carried her home. Now, I suppose he could have just been carrying home her body, but I don't think so, and I certainly hope she's alive. The series cries out for a second season. We've learned a lot of things. The whole in time doesn't bring people back to life. It shunts them into another time, into the future as well as the past, right? And there's an enormous amount of story yet to be told here. Where was Rebecca? What time was she in before she came back to get Amy? The future, which would explain why nobody in the present had any idea where or when she was, or the past. 
And about that past, are all moments in the past ports of call in that time travel portal? That is, you can travel back any time into the past? Probably you don't have any control over where you travel. And there's a whole season or more of a story of Amy becoming Autumn to tell. Where and when did Rebecca take her? And what happened to them? Those rampaging bison also have more of a story. Cecilia killed that bear. Is that why the bison were coming for her home? An expression of animal unity? Royal took the arrow out of the one we've been seeing most of the season. Will that result in the herd swerving away from Royal and Cecilia at the last minute, expressing their gratitude, that is, their, the herd's, gratitude? Well, put me on the list of admiring fans eager to see much more of this time travel western. Now that we've learned at least a little bit more about what's really been going on. And I hope you enjoyed this review of the last two episodes of what I hope is just the first season of Outer Range. I'll be back here soon with more reviews and some more interviews. In the meantime, stay safe, stay sound. And do what you can in our real world to help those brave people of Ukraine get those Russians out of their country. The Light on Light Through Podcast. AD. She ripped the paper in half, then ripped the halves, then ripped what was left again into bits and pieces of history that could have been. Sierra Waters had read once that, years ago, it was thought that men made love for the thrill, while women made love for the sense of connection it gave them. Curled up with a good book says, Sierra Waters is sexy as hell. You can find out more about The Plot to Save Socrates by Paul Levinson at theplottosavesocrates.com. Paul Levinson still codes about an ancient biotech war raging on in secret for centuries. 